Hello, I feel like I should move. I should turn that light off, you know. I'm wasting literacy. Hang on. Hello, and welcome to Meliorism. I want to say episode 22. No, that's wrong. Episode 21. Episode 21. Yes. How is everyone feeling today? I am having one of those days, right, where it just feels like... <laughs> It just feels like I can't get my words out. So this is going to be a very interesting episode. And I hope that is fine. But yeah, I might be the only person in the world who has this. But generally, sometimes if I'm having presentations or I'm generally just speaking about something, I feel like I'm aware of my words and then I like become an observer of myself and then become anxious that I'm talking and then I start effing up. (laughs) my words so it's kind of like oh how frustrating is that yeah I know it doesn't matter I know it's not a big deal but yeah it just peed me off (laughs) I'm trying to swear so much so yeah I keep saying peed me off and effed up (laughs) instead of the actual swear word because I don't think it's very ladylike to swear all the time like I used to swear so much and it's just not cool so yeah I'm trying to fix up that and that's my little mission for the for the week you know or for in general just to try and not swear so much and just try to be more of a public speaker, you know, more of a confident public speaker. Firstly, I wanted to say hey to my new iTunes listeners. However, honestly, I do not know how the hell I'm gonna get onto iTunes because I've been trying and before I was just saying it. Before I was like, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it and I never did it, fair. That's on me, that's laziness to be honest. Now I'm actively trying and it's still not working. So my issue is that I don't have any Apple hardware, but I'm trying to install Apple software onto a laptop that's not an Apple device, which I don't think would be a problem, to be honest with you. I thought it'd be absolutely fine. So signed up, first I was trying to get access to my old email account and that wasn't working. So I signed up and that in itself was a pain because it was saying that it was gonna send confirmation code to my inbox and then it didn't so I was just all a bit like lost and then I waited and then it came through fine so I got that bit done next part was to accept the terms and conditions and this is the bit where I am absolutely stuck it's like an infinite loop so you go to accept the terms and conditions and then it's like okay by clicking continue you accept them so I click continue then it says but you have to accept the conditions the terms and conditions and I'm like but I have just done that because I've clicked continue. Every time I click continue, I get the pop-up saying you need to accept the terms and conditions. And then I go to continue and then it says you need to, so basically back and forth, back and forth. So I was so confused. I was like, I don't understand like what I'm supposed to do. So I went onto forums, I went online, I was checking, I was searching the web, do you know what I mean? And I found something that said that I have to basically sign up to another service that's an Apple service. And then from that, I will accept the terms and conditions, even though it's completely unrelated to what I'm trying to do, go back into iTunes and then it will detect that I've already signed up and it will let me do whatever the hell I want to do, which is sign up to iTunes podcast, whatever it's called. So I haven't done that part yet because I honestly was absolutely drained by the time I I figured that out. I was like, I'm done for today because this should not take this long. Like you should just be able to sign up on a quick one and be done but no so that was annoying and then I just got demotivated and haven't done it so for now 
It's all of my listeners who are on Spotify and all the other platforms that I have. In today's episode, I wanted to do a little get to know me type of exercise. And I found that I could do it in a unique way. Like I've never heard anyone do this before. And I just thought of it and I thought, why not? Let's just try it out and see if it works. So what I'm trying to do today is I'm doing the A to Z of me. If I was American, it'd be an A to Z of me and it would have sounded a lot better, but I'm not American. So I have to do it in this accent, you know? in this English accent and um, it's an A to Z of me and I'm basically just gonna go through the alphabet and speak about something that is unique to me or something that I possess, something that I believe in, something that I am, something that motivates me etc in relation to those letters. A, so for example, A is authenticity and ambience. So Authenticity, I can't say that word, it's really hard. Because I think that it's really important to be the truest version of yourself. I think that, you know, I've worked on myself a lot in the past few years and I think it's really helped me to understand and determine like the kind of person I am at my core and to be true to that and honor that. So it's taken me a long time to get there and I feel like my intention is to be around people that have a similar energy to me. So authenticity is important because I feel like it's one of my core values. And ambiance and aesthetics. So I'm a very visual person. Like I'm quite creative and I paint and I love plants and I love to go to nice places that have good lighting and the good color scheme and stuff like that so it is important for me to have a really nice ambiance and to have a good aesthetic you know around me so yeah that's kind of a covered b being black being black is one of the best things that i have been blessed to be and I think that, you know, in society it's quite difficult to navigate when you are black in a very non-black environment. And that does come with a level of insecurity and makes me feel like I don't fit in sometimes, you know. And I even think that relates to my issues with public speaking. I think that when I see my audience being quite white, I do feel insecure immediately and I think that's something that I need to work on, but I'm sure it's not isolated to just me. And yeah, it's it's hard sometimes, but outside of that, I think that there is a lot of power in being a black person and I'm just grateful for, for everything that I am. And being black is a very core part of my identity. It is very much the first thing that someone will see when they see me. And I carry that with an immense level of pride. So I love black history i love to be around my community <laughs> that sounds so cheesy but people who are black basically <laughs> i love being around black people and i love being around all races as well it's not just that i exclusively love to be around one race of humans i love all humans in the human race and yeah i think it's just nice to have that level of pride and to be proud of where i come from and to carry that with me and that's where I'm at with that. C is capoeira. So this might come as a surprise, but I used to do capoeira for quite a few years. And capoeira is a capoeira is a Brazilian martial art and it combines elements of dance, acrobatics, and music. It was practiced by enslaved Africans in Brazil at the beginning of the 16th century. 
It is known for its acrobatic and complex maneuvers, often involving hands on the ground and inverted. Sorry, I feel like my mouth was not close enough to the microphone, but I'm back now. <laughs> so that's essentially what I used to do for a few years, but three to four years. And I really enjoyed it. I think it was very challenging at times, but also just really, what's the word I'm looking for? It's like empowering yeah it was quite empowering I felt like as a woman you know like learning martial arts is quite an empowering thing to do and it built community but like most things you know it ran its course for me and I moved on I I did enjoy it at the time and that's something that I used to do another thing that I wanted to cover is comfort so I love being comfortable like I love a tracksuit i love a trainer leggings oh my gosh i love leggings so much like me and jeans are not friends i don't have any jeans unless they're baggy jeans because i just don't need that level of restriction in my life like honestly i have one pair of jeans and i wore them i have one pair of tight jeans sorry and i wore them like two weeks ago and i was so surprised that they were comfortable because generally I find them so uncomfortable and they're so tight on your stomach and it's like why would anyone put themselves through that I could just wear leggings have a similar aesthetic and keep it moving like it's fine so that's pretty much what I do but yeah jeans are not are not my brand you know (laughs) they're not my bag I don't love it I don't love it there so Comfort is big for me. Another C is crystals. I've spoken about this in my episode around spirituality. I just love a crystal. Like I literally go to sleep with crystal in my hand half the time. If it's not in my hand, then it's on my pillow or beside me because I just need a crystal <laughs> near me. And it just calms me down. It makes me feel a lot better. It gives me comfort. Like Also, if you've got a crystal on your third eye, it just relaxes you. Like, honestly, it might be a reflexology thing, to be honest, but it makes me feel better. So there is that. And if you want to know more about crystals and their properties, you do need to check out the episode that I published. And that would be episode 12. Episode 12, spirituality. It's a whole vibe. At spirituality, it's a whole vibe. That's one of the C's that I love that represent me. D is for depth. Depth. So depth of friendship or depth of relationships you know like family romantic relationships whatever whatever i think it's very important to have depth because i've learned in past experiences that if you don't have depth then you don't really have much because if you have an issue or situation occur then without working through it or having that level of depth then it won't really continue yeah depth and that's pretty much my d i thought i was gonna have a lot more because d sounds like a very common letter that's used for a lot of words but i can't think of anything else outside of that <laughs> i said that <laughs> outside of that yeah so d mm, interesting e energy is extremely important to me like someone having the right level of energy i'm very much receptive to the unspoken so whether that be my intuition someone's body language the general energy that they have i can detect that most times and i think from my side i'm learning to strengthen it and have more perceptual awareness of when someone's energy is off because that is also something that i can pick up but i don't think i exercise it enough so I'm trying to work on that but energy is very key to me and I feel like I work a lot on nurturing my own energy and building it and strengthening it and I try to have more positive energy around me so whenever I feel like my energy's off then I do try and recenter myself like even now like 
at the beginning of this episode, I was not in a good mood. And I think that affects my energy, like affect the way that I carry myself and the things I say, the way I behave, everything, my body language, etc. So as long as my energy is, you know, right, then I can get back to where I need to get back to. But if not, it just seems to be like a bit of a spiral. Yeah, so I don't like that. And I like to work on myself as a constant project. G is God. God first and foremost. And I have a very unique relationship with God. I'm very grateful. I don't think that I was necessarily a spiritual person when I was younger. But as I've grown older, my connection with God has grown. And I have a lot of gratitude and I pray every day. And that's my way of being spiritually vigilant. I think I've said this in one of my other episodes. That, that term just really resonated with me. It was from Bell Hooks' All About Love book. And yeah, I think that prayer is good because it is a way to reconnect and be more cognizant of your spiritual well-being, which I think is really beautiful, you know? Like, I really appreciate the space that I have it's mine you know like between me and god and it's just a really special connection and i'm very grateful for it so that's my first g the second g is gaming 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 and i actually wasn't a big gamer as of like the beginning of last year funny enough um but then after you know lockdown etc i started to game i've gone through about four or five games now well i have Mario Kart, which is a standard, that so comes as standard, everyone should get that. I've got the Switch, by the way. And then I got Rayman. I used to play Rayman back in the day. This is like in my, I would say in my early teens, maybe even, no, it must have been my early teens, my early teens. And one time, I can't remember the exact version of the game. Maybe I can find it, hang on. And I played the game for hours. And this is before I had a memory card. And you needed to have memory cards. So I played all the way until I got into the castle. I can't remember the one. But if I know someone out there knows what I'm talking about. And I got in. And it takes ages to get in there. And I've been playing for so long. My eyes were burning. I said I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I can't do this anymore. Because either I finish this game in its entirety. Or I call it a day. And I start again from the beginning. And I was like you know what. I can't do that either. So I've stopped. And I never played it again because I was like, I'll be damned if I'm going through this again. No, thank you. But I got it on the Switch and it's completely different, but still very, very good. Very strong game. So I played that for a few months and then I played, oh, then I played Mario 3D World, which I did not like. I didn't think it was very good at all. I think it's for children and I think it's for like, it's like a multiplayer game. And playing it by itself, it's just dry. And so I was like, nah. But there's also Bowser's Fury. I think I've spoken about this before, but I'm so I'm so passionate. I'm just going to say it again. Then I played Bowser's Fury, brought the game from a four to a solid eight. So I was glad because that game was £50. So I was like, I've wasted money here. And then I got the one one now, which is Zelda. And Zelda bangs, Zelda bangs, it's Zelda Skyward Sword and it is amazing and I really enjoy it. So yeah, I sound like a massive nerd, I just heard that back, like wow. But yes, gaming, gaming is for me and I was going to say, I might as well say Google because I'm looking at my laptop right now and Google's just staring at my face like, you're not going to mention me, <laughs> like what? And Google is 
obviously a big part of my life because I work in that field. I work in digital marketing and I do SEO. So Google is pretty much my bag. Everything I do at work circulates around Google and its algorithm. So Google. And if you want to know more about SEO, I have an episode for that. Yes, I do. And it's episode... Hmm. Five, episode five is called SEO. Let me Google that. So I published that in July. I can't believe that. Yeah, I'm going into month six of my podcast. Crazy. So next up, we have, of course, H. And I've done three here. I've done happiness, which is very fundamental to me I always try to be happy in my life I know that it's not realistic to always strive for happiness in every single scenario of life because that would be impractical however I said however however I think that it is important to try to be happy where possible I've also got home so I have my own little home and I love it dearly and I'm very grateful to have this space you know I, I am here a lot and I've made it reflect me and my personality and I think that's really comforting you know going back to comfort going back to see see what I did there I don't even know what I did there to be honest but I am grateful for my home and yeah that was why I had to I had to call it out um I've also got honest honesty honesty is very key to me like I think that is quite fundamental and it's one of my values but I also forgot to put hair and hair is very 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 important to me so if you've been listening for a while, then you have heard my episode around my natural hair journey, which is, of course, episode six, getting to the root of it all, in brackets, a natural hair journey. And that's the longest episode I've ever done. It's the longest episode. So I was obviously very passionate about it. And I spoke for 47 minutes about my hair and not just my hair, the whole concept of natural hair and understanding what it signifies and how it's part of our identity. So if you want to check that out, you can. But yeah, hair is definitely very important to me. I, indecisiveness, indecisiveness, that is me to a T, I cannot lie. Like there are times that I know what I'm doing, like work-wise I'm quite assertive, but I think when it comes to, okay, I'm in a supermarket and I'm looking for something and I'm like, let me get some fish or whatever. And I'm just standing there. I'm standing there for ages. Like, or I'm looking for two different types of almond milk or not almond milk, I'm allergic. What's the other milk that I drink now? Oh, oat milk. Yeah, if I'm looking for oat milk or whatever, I'll just be looking and looking if I'm trying something new or like, I don't know. If I, if I don't buy the same things that I buy all the time and I'm trying something new, please believe I'll be standing there for time. If I'm looking for hangers, I want to buy new hangers. When I first moved in, I wanted to buy hangers. I wanted to buy gold ones. I was looking for hours. Hours. (laughs) It's embarrassing to admit that I did this. And when they came, they weren't even nice. They were coated in plastic and they were like, not even gold as well. I was like, what is this? Like, so disappointing. But yeah, I should have just bought any plastic hangers because I don't even use them ones anymore, really. Well, kind of a little bit. But yeah, basically... I am indecisive and it's something that I've been working on like I think I've gotten a lot better at it but I'm still indecisive and at my core I believe that will be there to stay so it is what it is Jay Jamaica 
I'm Jamaican. My parents were born in Jamaica. So I have a very close connection to Jamaica and everything that it represents. It's part of my identity. I'm very proud to be a Jamaican woman and I've been about four times. I want to say five, but I think it's four. So yeah, I've been to Montego Bay, Ochi, St. Elizabeth, Old Harbour Bay, Kingston, where's the place? Negril, Spanish Town, Maypen. Where else have I been in Jamaica? I don't know, you know, I think that might be it. So yeah, there's more places that I want to go in Jamaica, but I'm generally very proud and I want to find out more about Windwash and I want to find out more about, you know, how how hard it was, you know, for people to come here and build a life because we are English, you know, we're born here, but it's still difficult. I do wonder, like, how must it have been for, you know, like my parents to come to this country and create a life for themselves? And I will find that out. Yes, J is for Jamaica and it owns the whole letter for me because I'm so proud. K, kindness. So I believe that I'm quite kind. I think kindness is very important. We live in a very busy world. We live in a very cold world at times, I think, personally. And I think that we sometimes are desensitized to what's going on around us, especially with the creation of social media and memes and our attention spans are getting shorter and shorter. So I think that we don't have the same level of empathy that we did in the beginning. And when I say beginning, I don't mean the beginning of time, I just mean before social media. And I think it is important to try and bring that back and just to appreciate that everyone's going through their own experiences in life and just to be kind and respectful because sometimes we can get consumed by our own problems and I know I do a lot and I think that it's nice to just reach out to somebody and show them kindness and to help them and just to give them a view that we're all human and we're all equal and we are here to support one another kindness l i've put love because i think love is extremely fundamental connection that we need to have amongst one another you know in whatever capacity fits for that dynamic so it could be love romantic love family love friendship love i think they're the main loves is it self-love obviously <laughs> i should have put that first really but spiritual love that is a thing yeah lots of different types of love and i think that we just need to ensure that we place our energy in all of those pockets and not just disproportionately pour into one listening so i think i've gotten a lot better at it again something that i'm learning to develop but i think in the past i have been quite a bad listener which is i don't know maybe i do too much talking and not enough listening i think in the past that was very much a thing and I've learned a lot along the way and I think I have gotten so much better at it. I am a listener now. Like I listen and then I respond. And kind of goes back to Stephen Covey's seven habits of highly effective people. One of them is, because it is really important, and this is probably one of the things that helped me to actually listen better. Seek first to understand, then to be understood. Influence others by developing a deep understanding of their needs and perspectives. So this can work in a multitude of different dynamics, but I think with friendships and like family and those closest to you, if you are trying to understand them, then you can start off with a better view of their vantage point. So the conversation can flow better. And I think in the past, I always used to project my feelings and thoughts onto the other person without trying to see where they were coming from. And I think this was actually the main thing, this habit, this, that sentence, seek first to understand and to be understood, is the thing that helped me to 
to grow in that area of my life. So I've got to thank Steve Covey for that. And again, if you want to hear more about the rest of those seven habits, you can listen to my episode 18, Add Into the Body of Knowledge, books that have inspired or entertained me. And I will go into more detail then. So go back into the past. (laughs) What does that even mean? Go back into my past. Go back into my past. That's what the podcast is really. So right now it's the present, but it will be the past in the next episode. Next time I hear this or someone else hears this, it'll be the past. Trippy makeup. M. I'm not a massive contour person, but I do think that I do like makeup. Like I like what it does. I like the fact that it enhances one's features and it gives you confidence. It makes you feel like you are more prepared for the day. Like I never really used to wear makeup that much on like Sundays, for example, when I left the house. But now I do because I feel like, yeah, if I'm going out the house and I'm going to be out for a long period of time, then yeah, I could put some makeup on. Especially where we went into lockdown, it became the only time that I'd wear makeup. So before it was like Monday to Friday, I wear makeup. And then on the weekends, unless I wasn't going out somewhere, I wouldn't. But if I was just going to see family, I would be like, actually, I'm not going to wear makeup because I know why. What's the point? And then now it's the other way around. Now it's like, I don't wear makeup Monday to Friday. And then when I go out, I'm like, oh my gosh, please. (laughs) I need to put some makeup on. And I recently got into Fenty. And I'm happy that I did because I wanted to support her, you know, as a black woman anyway. And I also really like her products. So I use the foundation, concealer, and the eyeshadow. I actually got matched. I got matched with the foundation, which is very good because I did buy it once in the past in Australia and I had a tan. Well, I got the color code in Australia and then I came back and then my tan faded and it was the wrong undertone, it was red undertone when I'm a yellow undertone. And it just looked crazy. Like I couldn't even match it. I couldn't even mix it with something else. I just had to like get rid of it. I actually expired and then I threw it away. But this one, is definitely the right tone. So I'm happy with the foundation. But the concealer, she matched to me. Like, we were both there and she did it. And I was a bit like, oh, maybe it's a bit light. But I thought, you know what? It's fine. She's <laughs> she's the makeup artist. I'm going to buy it, whatever. I buy it, I get home. Putting on my makeup. I'm looking in the mirror. Like, I keep catching myself. I'm like, no, I look scary, yeah? So I'm like, you know what? I can't wear this. So I had to go back and buy another one. I was actually not okay, like I was vet. So yeah, that wasn't okay. But outside of that, the eyeshadow palettes are really good. I would say that they need a bit more range because in the three that I've got, at least two of the squares are like so similar in each of the palettes. But the money one, is it called money? Oh, I really want it, but it's out of stock all the time. It's called money something. It is number 10 of the Snapshadow Fenty and it was just called money yeah it's sold out it's sold out everywhere it's sold out in the stores it's sold out on boots because they sell fenty as well as harvey nichols because harvey nichols actually have the what do they call it what do they call it when all the makeup's there and the makeup artists are there (laughs) they have one of those areas um i know someone's screaming at me right now but i don't know the name so but yeah i really really like it but yeah the the money one is probably the best one and i'm i'm gonna i'm so annoyed at myself because i was actually in there and it was in my hand and i was like oh this is nice but it's quite specific because there are a lot of greens and there's some really really beautiful golds but i was like when am i ever gonna wear that much green i wish i bought it i wish i bought it but yeah i can't find it now i check it all the time and just sold out all the time so oh look this girl's wearing it 
Oh, that looks so nice. Oh my gosh, that looks so nice. Damn. Anywho, it looks nice. So that's that. And then we have, I'm looking at Fenty now. Wow, I got lost. I got real lost. That was makeup and then music. So I'm massively into music. I listen to music every single day. <laughs> I don't think there's any days that I don't listen to music. There's a website called Scrubble. No, it's not called Scrubble. That is a lie. It's called Last FM. And my friend actually, so he was like, oh, get Last FM and then we can like check how many scrubbles you have. And a scrubble is basically how much times you've listened to a song. So if you listen to a song twice, that's two scrubbles, right? So that's like the, the methodology, if you will. <laughs> and yeah, we were just quite competitive back in the day, but I honestly think I haven't logged into this for like the longest time. I don't even know if I know what the login details are. Oh, whoa, I got in first time. That is shocking. That is, that's, that's a really old password, yeah. As soon as I logged in, it was like, change your password. <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah, it says, track the music you listen to by scrolling via our desktop and mobile apps or by connecting to many of your favorite music services. So yeah, if you look at my account, I have done 93,627 scrubbles since 2014. So it links via an API and an API is a application programming interface, but basically it just means that like two applications can talk to each other or you can pull data from one platform, if that makes sense. So like this app or this application is pulling data from Spotify. So I will listen to Spotify all the time and then Last.fm will detect that activity and start to count the amount of times that I listen to songs so yeah 93,000 and I've listened to 4,275 artists based on you know their analysis so it is working but there have been times that it has broken but it looks like it's been working for a while to be honest with you let me see what my favorite artists are this is another thing that's quite interesting it will give you a view of your favorite artists year on year so you say 2021 I've done 12,000 scrubbles how do I get to okay so you can see your artist, but it says your favorite artist based on your activity. So if I go to 2021, yeah. So if you look at 2021, my, the artist I listened to the most so far has been Summer Walker, followed by Beyonce, followed by Jasmine Sullivan and Janae Aiko, then Chipmunk. That is very random. That's just, <laughs> is this right? Followed by Rina Sawayama, Georgia Smith, Lady Gaga, Saweetie and Mariah Carey. Apparently, that's what it's telling me. And let me see what 2020 is saying, because that was a very random, okay, let me see. It's quite interesting. I could do a whole episode on this, to be fair. How do I get to, oh, there you go. Yeah, okay, so last year, my, and do the first 10 artists again, Janae Aiko, Beyonce, Lady Gaga, Nicola, very underrated. I know that, actually I was listening to an episode of Receipts Podcast, and they were saying, underrated is actually quite a jarring term because it's like why don't you just like champion the person and give them the ratings they deserve instead of saying oh they're so underrated and doing nothing about it Nicola is underrated in my humble opinion she doesn't get as much exposure as she should if you listen to her music you know what I mean she's very very good artist and she's got a beautiful tone and she's from the UK so yeah big ups to Nakala S-N-A-K-A-L-A for those interested in listening then followed by Mariah Carey Princess Nokia Skepta Jojo Tiana Taylor and Georgia Smith I listen to a lot of American music you know I didn't really realise but yeah so anyway music is one of my loves and Last of Femme is quite cool if you 
care about those kind of things and I care about stats and data so it's good for me works for me okay going on to n nails nails are definitely something that i've kept up even during lockdown so doing my nails nail varnish i have natural nails they're quite long actually i'm quite fortunate in that regard because yeah they're just they're just quite long and strong and they don't quit no, I'm, joking. <laughs> I'm joking sorry that was so stupid um yeah i like doing my nails i find it very therapeutic and i think it kind of like also links to my creativity so every Sunday I'll pretty much sit there and do my nails and make sure that they look cute or whatever and then I would just go out into the day and be like look at my nails I have about I would say I probably have about 150 different bottles of nail varnish but I don't think that that's a lot and I also don't use half of them I don't know why, but I always go into like super and buy a new one, buy a new. It's like my thing with nail varnish is like how some women love shoes. My thing is nail varnish. Yeah, so I do love it. I actually had a shellac kit once, but I really couldn't be bothered to do the shellac. And I actually don't like shellac. I don't think it's very good for your nails. It strips you of your actual nail bed. <laughs> so I'm not here for it personally, but I think at the time I thought it might try it out, you know? and i like nail varnish i'm pretty sure i think the next step for me is to look into more sustainable nail varnish i don't think all nail varnish is actually good for the environment which sounds weird but i think some brands do test on animals which i'm not i'm not here for so yeah i do need to look into it because they say some nail varnish is like, oh, it's vegan and i'm like isn't all nail varnish vegan and to this day, I still haven't looked into that, but I do need to find out what's going on with that because I would be very annoyed if I found out that some of my nail varnish is just unethical. So yeah, nail varnish is a big one and nails in general, just like to do my nails. That's just very relaxing and comforting and I like it. I like it a lot. Natural, natural just because of my hair, you know, like I spoke about this at length anyway. So, um, and the last one is noodles. <laughs> noodles it's so random but i really like noodles and i know that noodles are not good for you i don't think there's one thing that's actually healthy within you know the ingredients of noodles i don't think there is it's just all bad or it lacks nutritional value so maybe it's not necessarily bad for you but i don't think it's good for you either it also has a lot of salt in it so because i have a savory palette I think that's just like my heaven and I'm like oh yeah give me some of that noodles also the texture and you can just get such a diverse range so the other day I went to a Korean supermarket and I was like yes and I bought some vermicelli noodles and they taste I don't know what the flavor was exactly but it was good it was really good but it was very oily and I was like oh, I love it <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't said there was no negatives in that but I knew that it wasn't good for me when I was eating it and I'm going on a bit of a cleanse so no more noodles for the next few months but it is definitely something that I love and when I go to a supermarket that sells lots of noodles I will be going hard and yeah everyone has their thing I guess and mine's noodles so sure oh October which is my birthday month and also Black History Month. Um, so I actually haven't done anything for Black History Month this, this year and I don't think I usually do either. It's just probably need to fix up. And I am a Libra and I've got a tattoo that basically signifies scales, but it's like two hands and they're like holding up something. So imagine like two hands that are facing the sky 
and they are held outwardly. The wrists are facing one another. Imagine that. That's kind of the tattoo that I have on my side. And then in the middle is my birthday. Now, in hindsight, why would I need to tattoo my birthday on my side? I don't know, but I've done it and it's really big. And I drew it myself, as in I designed it because I wanted to have something unique. But where I got it done and where we all got it done, all my friends, our first set of tattoos, this is my only tattoo by the way, it just looks mad. It looks crazy. It actually looks kind of like blue. It's like a kind of blacky blue going on and like the needle spread out over time. So obviously at first it was quite sharp and then it kind of just spread out and now it just it's just there. I mean, I don't know, man. I, <laughs> I think about it sometimes. I'm like, what am I actually going to do? Like, I could remove it or I could tattoo over it and do something else. But I'm just like, I'm just going to make it bigger. So I don't know. But anyway, October. And optimization is my second O because I work in that field. And I think that because I do SEO, I actually think I try and optimize everything I do. I think that ties into perfectionism as well. Like I think that I try to be a perfectionist because optimization is like the optimal outcome. It's always enhancing, always progressing, always making it better than it was. And I think I do that with anything. Like if I go on a journey, like what's the best route I could take? What's the most you know, optimal amount of sleep that I can have, etc., etc. And I think that makes me become quite hard on myself. And that's something that I need to like fix up because we're all flawed. We're all flawed fundamentally as human beings. And like, we shouldn't have that narrative placed upon us and we shouldn't place it upon ourselves. So therefore I think that it's better to be kind, going back to K, going back to kindness. And yeah, in some spaces, like, you know, within a professional capacity, optimize the hell out of what you're doing <laughs> but when it comes to your life i mean you have to be motivated and driven but also kind and balanced okay p right so p is not actually okay like i think i have to change it because i've written pickles <laughs> okay phone okay right okay phone my phone so like everyone in the world we are so attached to our phone and I think that I am trying my best to distance myself where possible from it because I feel like we are controlled by our phones, like the notifications and whenever our phone's buzzing away, our attention span wanes and we're just like, oh, sorry, just got to check my phone. Like, no, no, no. I want to be present. I try my best to be present, especially after reading The Power of Now and, you know, what that really signifies and showed me was that we need to be more aware of our everyday consciously aware of everyday and everything that we're doing and i think with our phones it kind of takes us away from that i also found so i have a pixel i just got one and i think it's a really good phone i think one thing that is a design flaw that irritates me and this is a pixel 4a and i'm sure i'm not the only person that has this when i'm on the phone my ear leans against mute and then the other person can't hear me they're like hello and i'm like hello <laughs> I'm like, hello, both like hello, and then yeah, eventually I realised that oh yeah, I'm on mute, sick. So that that's a problem. But what I have noticed is if I go to I don't even know how to find it. Oh, this is where I get the I'm yeah. You know if you go to your keypad, yeah, and then you basically press um no, that's a calculator. <laughs> it's like why does it look like that? If you go to your phone keypad, yeah, and then you press star hash zero eight hash. Oh no, wait, that's not right. Oh, and then star again. No, what? Star. Oh, wait, hash star zero six. 
no man you lot are cheating on me you lot oh here we go here we go sorry hash okay so you basically press star hash zero six hash there was no eight in there then you get your imei number and then yeah if you need to like insure your phone or something like that you can also get your serial number and identifiable unique identifiable barcodes that you can use for whatever reason yeah anyway i've lost my train of thought <laughs> i lost my train of thought i was talking about my phone oh yeah so yeah if you go into your phone if you have a pixel and you go to it must be in network and internet and then you go into mobile network i'm just guessing by the way i've got four days left i think i can do it though i won't use 10 meg i use 10 gigabytes no i've used 9.19 gigabytes of data this month please tell me how actually i know how i was using um my phone as a hotspot yeah that uses up a lot of data so just beware guys when you do that ah jeez, i can't find it but anyway there's something in here where you can go in and it will tell you it's called like oh here we go digital well-being digital well-being and it will tell you how many times you use your phone and what you use it for so today it says i did 61 unlocks just crazy i unlocked my phone 61 times today like how i don't even know how like i do and i don't oh no you can see <laughs> it says whatsapp you open 31 times damn and Netflix, I open 14 times, YouTube 14 times, I open my notes 25 times. Uh, so yeah, it just shows you that like, that's excessive. You can also see your screen time. So today I was on YouTube for an hour, pretty much. Like how, again, I don't understand. And all the other things that is interesting. But yeah, basically, I'm just like zoning out here because I'm just being a big nerd. Phone, yeah, so I do like using my phone. I like finding out all the different things about it. Like the last phone I had before this one was a Samsung S7 and I had it for like three and a half years. And I kept on finding out stuff about that phone. That phone is a very good phone. It just got really old and the camera was just like embarrassing after a while because everyone had their pixels and their iPhones and like I was just there with my little like fuzzy camera and I was like I just can't do this anymore especially someone that loves technology I felt like I owed it to myself to get like a decent phone and now I have a good phone well apart from the mute thing so yeah phone all right Q is quiet so I love me some quiet peace and quiet I like the serenity of it all I like to reflect on things and sometimes just sit there and ruminate you know it makes me feel good and helps me to compartmentalize my thoughts so silence is important I think there's a lot of power in silence and I think that I'm lucky and fortunate enough to get silence some people live in spaces where they literally can't get a minute to themselves but I have lots of minutes to myself lots of minutes like hours to myself so yeah I think that's like something that I want to balance a bit more but I think as it stands like going to sleep with silence and like dark like completely black completely silent beautiful I'm gonna finish for today because I think that I've gone way over this is an hour and 11 minutes and I'll have to get this down into like 45 minutes and I haven't even started editing yet so there is a lot of trash at the beginning of this episode I must say I was absolutely not in the zone so I can cut out a lot of this but I'm gonna stop for now because I don't want to rush this episode I don't believe in it I'm not here for it and I have free reign so I can do whatever I want as I said in one of my other episodes so I'll edit this down and I will I will do another episode and complete the alphabet of me okay so thank you so much for listening I appreciate you all